This is a podcast. We talk about running. We talk about other things too. So please come and join us. We hope you enjoy this. This is on the bake. I'm joined here today for the Fairfield Review with none other than third overall. And let me get the pronunciation right. Ben Rothery. Yes, he's nailed it. He is. Oh. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't know whether there is a real and right way, like a wrong and right way of saying it, but it's yeah. It's just when people say Rothery, it's it's more just because I had a teacher at school that used to say Rothery and I didn't like it, so it's actually not really a wrong way of saying it. I don't think. But. Or Rothery. But that was rather, yeah, rather, rather, rather than rothery. <laughs> <laughs> I only have people on who might have a slightly difficult name to pronounce. So. Yeah, that's it. You just get the ones that are difficult to pronounce, and then there's a chance you might get it right, chance you might get it wrong. Yeah, it was good when you got Donny on the uh, chat. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really hope he picks up on that. <laughs> I'm sure he will. We'll drop a Donny and, and drop I mean... a Donny in there. I'll have to get I'll have to get Brennan Townshend on one day, but um... Townshend, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's Townshend, but we'll, we'll not, I don't know. No, uh, yeah, he's a mystery. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> I mean, we got chatting, didn't we? At, um, after Long Mind, yes, we did. We, yeah, uh, when we had uh, there was that there was that there was that chat with the uh, the, the, the tummy ache. Yes, um, who didn't look in the best way at the time, but yeah, we had a, a bit of a. I think Philip and Philip Williams was yeah. I I've seen him again recently at a race, that guy, and he ran yeah. really well. Where think, was, was that three peaks? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was because we yeah, I thought we saw him together and we were like, well, how do we know that man? And then we thought, <laughs> Oh yeah, it was the man with the tummy ache. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he goes he goes hard, that guy. I saw him with a, yeah, he did. Yeah. a fake. Uh, yeah, he was going quite hard. But yeah, yeah, and then what some people we, bring to it. <laughs> yeah, and then we saw each other at Three Peaks, and that was good. We uh, we raced around the Three Peaks, catching up with various people, and yeah, yeah. that was your first little um, debut on the podcast with you know lots. It of... was with my lots of important chat on the. Yeah, I think I think I got that. I got that vital sentence in. That was a curative. That was a curative meeting, wasn't it? That was something. It was. Something magical happened there. I I met you, and suddenly I could run downhill. So <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to you being a doctor, really, doesn't it? I'm, uh, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I can claim that one. But yeah, sure. <laughs> you need the video. Probably more likely to uh, help. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were halfway <laughs> up Penny Ghent, weren't we? Uh, watching the runners fly by. And then yeah. have a little chat about niggling injuries, and then next minute we're yes. running back down, and I was like, we're running back down, and oh, the knee feels fine. My knee hasn't hurt. Speaking of like, niggling, yeah, yeah, for the yeah, first speaking time, speaking of niggling actually. injuries, I don't have one anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's. I thought I must repay you and get you on the pod, and uh, <laughs> what a time! Oh, thank you. You had a great race, didn't you, on Saturday? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty chuffed, really. I didn't. I kind of. I don't know. I, I, I was. It was a warm day, and it was one of those sort of set off, and it kind of set off fairly quick, as you'd expect. And there was lots of people there, like pretty stacked field, and it was one of them kind of. I was felt like I was suffering for the first well, first half, I would say, and I was yeah, I was kind of sat in. I think for for a while, I was sat in sort of 
I think probably tenth position. And kind of was like looking at looking at the field ahead of me, sort of going, oh, so yeah. Well, it kind of, I was almost kind of like, well, you've had a chance. You've you've done all right. You had an all right year, but maybe this is it. This is it. You know, you, you've you're on the way down. And then it was like slowly started getting a bit of a second wind. And yeah, luckily my uh, descending was better than my ascending. So yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was good. Kind of slowly started finding my legs and picking my feet up a bit. And yeah, I think I had a good line going on the on the downhill. And felt a bit more confident downhill, so started picking a few people off. So, yeah, and I do prefer a sort of slightly more technical downhill, so it kind of it sort of played into my own a bit more with the with the descent. So yeah, it was good, good day. Ah, nice. Okay, because I was going to say, like, you know, is that your strength more the downhill? Would you say? I mean, because it that was what was yeah great weekend wasn't it? It was just up and down. I mean, there was down, a yeah. little bit in between, but. I'd say for the most part, like yeah, I tend to I tend to claw a lot more places back on descents than than climbs, um, and like um, yeah, I think I tend to kind of of the two, it's definitely my 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 strength, and I'd say particularly if, as as it tends to get a bit rougher and kind of more technical, I tend to find that like comparatively to sort of people that are on a similar sort of level from from races that I've done, I think there's kind of um, like for instance like. Brennan um, was like, you know, way ahead of me on the climb and typically tends to be, you know, ahead of me on the climb. But I tend to, as soon as it gets a bit more technical, like someone like him, that I think tends to be a little bit more cautious on, probably just sensible on the descent. Whereas I tend to sort of go, woo, and just sort of, yeah, caution to the wind and go. So, yeah, it's, uh, it tends uh, to, nice. to favour, especially uh, if it's a, if, like, remember like Buckton last year, kind of similar yeah. thing, really, like, um, yeah, sort of crazy descent. It's just like, yeah. Like loose, so Buckton was epic. I thought, I thought that was yeah, so that was, that was such a good race. I really enjoyed that. It was a, it was a, a proper fell race there. I say. And where did you place in Buckton? I mean, I I felt like I was reading your name out quite a lot last year because you had a lot of top ten. <laughs> yeah, usually I, I imagine it was usually with a sort of preliminary uh, uh, fifth place. I had a, <laughs> lots of fifth place, fifth place. Yeah, then, yeah, I, I came fifth at Buckton but obviously with uh, with him being there and being a Scott I was fourth in the in the champs you know what I mean so yeah. um yeah it, yeah so but fifth overall but yeah that was again sort of I think when I got to the top of the hill like even I think Rob Jeb was in front of me and you know it was one of those kind of I think it was probably in 10th or maybe even 15th or something at the top of the hill so it's uh, it's certainly something I'm trying to work on, but it's uh, yeah, it's, it's hard work, isn't it? Getting up, getting up hills. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What 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 would you say? I mean, is it a fair question? What would you say you think has helped you become better at descending? Then I mean, is that just always naturally been something you've quite been quite happy with, or? Yeah. Um, Got a background in Irish dancing, or? Yes, yeah, the background in Irish dancing. No, I've, I've always kind of I've always been quite. I used to kind of at uni when I went out with. Um, like my mates and stuff and like did a bit more and I've, I was I was probably not as well like results wise I definitely was not as competitive um back in uni and things like that but my just I always used to kind of get my mates taking the mix saying that you know just like to send like you know to send like a madman relatively speaking but yeah I think I don't I don't really work on descending because I tend to find that's the bit that kind of comes more naturally and yeah especially with the climbing being the, the weaker of the two yeah, I tend to sort of put my put my work into the climbing really. So and the descending, yeah, it's one of those. I think it is one of those things that you can work on, but I think for the most part, it's one of them. If you're not comfortable with it, it's quite hard to get comfortable with it. It takes a lot of practice, and 
I think, yeah, just luckily kind of feel a bit more comfy on techie ground and stuff like that. So, yeah, kind of, yeah, I don't know whether it's just a screw loose or something like that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was also, it made it a really interesting race tactically, <clears throat> tactically if you think, you know what, there's just one massive up for more or less the first, well, it's almost two thirds of the race, isn't it? When you look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, Especially time, time wise as well. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, like nearly two thirds, isn't it? Yeah. And then you know that, say, you know that you're going to be stronger on the descending. You might think, right, well, actually play to my strengths. I might just leave a little bit in like in the tank for the descent or, yeah, yeah. Were you hanging on for dear life to be up where you were? <laughs> um, I I think I'd love to say, I'd love to say yeah that was the tactic, but no, I mean I think it probably was because I was quite I was I was sort of I was pretty gapped going uphill, but I think there's obviously that sort of I could you know you sort of think I could go harder, but I tend to find that when I don't when I've had sort of you know maybe not not as great results or not as great races is when I've overcooked it on the climbs or overcooked it on whatever and then by the time it comes to the downhill my legs are so jelly like that i can't descend the way that i know i can if that makes sense yeah so it is it's often a fine balance between not leaving too much to do um which you know is, is is the risk i guess if you sort of hang back a bit on the climb and then you you know you've left it too late and you've got too much to claw back but yeah it's kind of i guess just working hard enough that you're still in with a shot of kind of getting to get into the front pack or whatever so um yeah it's kind of just leaving enough in the tank and, and particularly sort of if you've got a long descent like it feels quite a long descent with a few little you know it's got a few little kickers in it and you know on the way down a few little rises and you don't want to be kind of getting into the little kicks and sort of having absolutely nothing left in the tank so it was a sort of try and yeah trying to sort of not finish with jelly legs really um finishing the climb with the jelly legs so yeah, yeah completely I, I can i can tell that from my own race as well i feel like you know i i was i got to sort of the top and descending was always going to be a bit of a like not sure what's going to happen here for me i was like you know there was part of me prepared like you could just race the uphill and then you could always you know just jog it back down whatever you know i just wanted, just to, be jog out, it back down. Yeah. I wanted to be out there on saturday more than anything so i'm delighted with how it went um but yeah, yeah. there's that little bit isn't there of of how much to to give it on the up and the other factor on saturday was yeah. and i think the heat yeah i think that will have caught a few people out who you know you go hard up the hill and in the heat that's yeah all. i think yeah i mean I, I it's difficult to say sort of i mean obviously you don't know what people's training is like you don't know how people are in the heat in general but yeah i think a lot of people probably went a you know, sort of, I think there's a few sort of names that I can think of people that certainly set off and they were kind of, you know, either in a lead or a certain top group. And then you can sort of see that after a little while, the heat either got to them or just kind of went too hard. And you can kind of see they start sort of start going backwards a bit and, you know, dropping places. And I think, yeah, certainly on a hot day like that, you've got to, it's just, you can just sort of feel it in your legs, can't you, as you're going up. You can just sort of feel that, you you know, the lactic's burning, uh, lactic's sort of building up in your leg and you can kind of just, you just start getting that kind of bit wobbly in the legs and you just don't feel strong and stuff. And I think that, yeah, especially on a hot day, you just have to sort of watch out not to sort of push too hard too soon and then go pop, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, well done for not doing that because, I mean, your third position uh, at Fairfield was 
brilliant and I was dead chuffed for you I thought you know really well done there yeah cheers yeah thank you uh, yeah I was um yeah I was I was I was pleasantly surprised when I, I managed to catch on the back of the sort of front the front three and uh yeah I, was, I think Dan I think basically Dan kind of the last very last bit Dan rolled his ankle I think probably once I think he actually rolled it twice you know like sometimes you roll it and then it's a bit unsafe and you roll he basically like you know kind of not badly but just enough that it just twisted a bit and it was enough that I think it was right at the kind of just before you take that hard right onto the flat sort of tarmac run up the gravelly bit oh, at the yeah. end. Um, but yeah, that last that last descent sort of through the woods and then before you take that, yeah, before that last kilometre. And uh, yeah, it was just enough that we were all kind of like, kind of, I think, yeah, basically trying to figure out where we were going to finish and who's going to make the move first and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, with Dan kind of, uh, yeah, Grant and um Billy were just a bit ahead at this point, and then yeah, Grant started going, and then yeah, Dan Dan did the uh, the little uh, he sort of did his ankle a little bit, and it was just enough that I was like, I think I might be able to get past Dan, and then yeah, it was just uh, <laughs> it was just uh, a a battle of attrition at the end, and uh, yeah, Grant, I was very impressed with Grant actually because uh, I, mean, I don't I don't know him particularly well, but I don't I think he's come from a sort of more of a road running sort of cross country type background when looks of it, so to come to I think he said it was his first chance, but I could be wrong. I think he said he was his first champs race, so to rock up to a first champs race that's pretty stacked and to, yeah. to win it. And he started pulling away, like, uh, I mean, Dan Dan did a bit where he's on his own for a bit out out front, kind of going up, I can't remember the name of the hills now, but yeah, the sort of um, the first first couple of lumps. Yeah. Uh, as we sort of get to Fairfield, Grant started heading towards him and taking it to Dan, and I was just like, bloody hell, he's feeling good today. And then it was yeah. just like, oh my word, just kept going and going and going. And, yeah, it was a it was a good watch, good race to watch in front of as well. Yeah, you know, it was a it was, it was a good race. Yeah, I was I was really happy to see that you managed to race as well with your knee. It was uh, it was good to see you jogging past at the start with your top with your vest on, and I was like, you racing. Yeah, no, definitely. I was yeah, I was, I was dead chaffed, and it's actually funny. What there was a couple of things you sort of said there. First of all, was um, Dan and his ankle. Now he might have noticed rolled his ankle at the end. I saw a guy, we got to Fairfield, he just came falling beside me, like, on the first descent. And then he must have, like, rolled his ankle about eight or nine times. And it was like, it wasn't one, it was, it was one than the other. And I was yeah, like, just... <laughs> oh, my word, yeah. As a physio, it was hard to establish to watch, I was like... <laughs> yeah, oh, it's horrible when you see it go. And, and like, like I say, it's like, it's, I've often found that if you do it once, it then just seems to it does seem to happen again and again. Like I don't know what it is. It just seems to almost like it just yeah. it happens a few times and yeah, it's horrible what it does. And you get especially if it's one of them that puts you on the deck and you like have that moment of oh my god, like yeah, you go go white and you're like I heard something crunch and then you sort of get back up and kind of go is it okay? And you sort of go yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah, I think we've probably all been there. <laughs> oh, definitely. And, and I actually was I was quite surprised. I didn't find I didn't find the descent. I consider myself a bit of a softer descender, you know, like not not too too crazy and probably happier on yeah you know, if you said what would your ideal descent be i'd say a sort of yeah a, 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 what would your ideal descent be it would be a, <laughs> it would be not <laughs> not too steep a grassy gradient so basically i can basically use my long stride and gravity yeah. combined and yeah that that's that's <laughs> i am so happy on that like sort of a sort of galloping along a, a just a gradual grassy descent so I didn't find it as bad and like 
I was told I hadn't recce it and I was told that there was like a bad step and I was like yeah I mean after seeing the bad step at lot um yeah. Long Min no, 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 no not Long Min um Langdale. I should say Langdale uh, oh sorry Lang- Langdale yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a there's a there's a Simpsons that camera's called Little 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 Stand or something stand at Dudden as well there's something else that's similar to the bad step but yeah the bad step at uh, Langdale is a bad step yeah you don't want yeah. you don't want to get the uh go down that without knowing it's there yeah um yeah yeah there's I mean uh, I guess there's nothing at um Fairfield that's like really technical I guess so I with I had a bit of a niggle as you know um and a bit of a sort of Achilles niggle um sort of beginning of April and I've basically been doing stuff on the bike and then kind of got back to some running but I just just time wise hadn't managed to get up from Recky Fairfield yeah um so I mean I don't know if I should be saying this but I um the literally that it got to the point the night before the Friday night we're driving up from from home mm. and we drove up through through uh through Thrambleside and like stopped off at, at Rydal literally parked up and we got there about half past eight like p.m and like we had about 45 minutes of daylight left so i i literally just like sort of ran up the descent and then ran back down again and it was it um, like it was it was only a small recce like short recce but it was it was absolutely like got to that bit where i'd gone to and it was just that kind of especially with it so fresh in my mind it was like i know exactly where i'm going i know the line I'm really and it was like that that made a big difference actually and i think because i just knew where i was going um but yeah i think there's just there's it's not super technical but there's loads of lines and it's the sort of thing that it there's loads of lines and some of them are faster i'm sure there's bits where it sort of doesn't make that much difference but there's loads of bits where if you go the wrong way you can end up kind of just like going over loads of unnecessary rocky bits and it's yeah. enough that it's not it's just enough to slow you down, I guess. And in, in, yeah, I guess in a race so. like that, you just it just needs to be the fastest line, doesn't it? So yeah, I, I guess I wasn't really in a race at that point either. So I was just kind of going straight and not really seeing how much of effect my lines were were having. Really. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, it sounds like you probably were on the right line then, because I heard a few people say afterwards that they would like be on a line. And yeah. then all of a sudden would look down to the left and see everyone else going down on the left. Yeah. You know, kind of got taken a line, you know, a sort of a line that didn't go over all the nubbly, you know, the nobbly bits. And I think that, yeah, I think if you didn't know about the lines, you were probably on the right line. And if you did, if you sort of were looking down and going, oh, crap, that's the wrong way. I've gone the wrong way. Like, I think, yeah, it was, uh, it was just like little, little bits that you could kind of cut the corners off and cut the, cut the sort of, uh, the, the sort of technical rocky bits off that slow you down, I guess. Yeah, and then the last yeah. thing you were talking about in your description of the race was sort of getting back on that track. And I, when I got back on the track, I looked up and I saw a friend of mine. I thought, nah, I can't believe I can still see him. Like that's that's not right. I shouldn't be able to see Steve, and I shouldn't. Be stay, able to... stay, stay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he looks like he's labouring a bit. I was like, yeah, could I really? I should, I, has it, or was it? It might just be me thinking that happens occasionally. I pause a little bit. <laughs> oh, I lost you. We're having some technical issues here. We have a great picture of Ben's paused face. Can yeah, you... sorry, it's kind of a bit. We're having some technical difficulties here. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, it was, can hear me uh, now. It was lagging a bit, but yeah, you're back in the room. So I was looking up and I was like, right, go on then. You know, give it, give it some. And um, I must have given about twenty seconds of increased effort. I'd love to see it on a GPS or whatever. But about twenty seconds later, I was just like, 
pop. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that. It's like I, I, knew, I knew it was about a kilometer, and in my head I had this like you know, and we obviously all kind of got to this bit that you know the the from four of us were, and obviously I said about Dan with his ankle. So I kind of it was yeah. mainly this sort of thing. I had visions of Dan's like gurning face suddenly kind of going screw my ankle I'm going to be Ben and I was like absolutely petrified of him coming over my shoulder and then I was like had Billy and Grant in front and it was there was a kind of enough of a gap between us all that it was um it was uh it was one of those kind of like how hard do I go and yeah had that sort of burst of oh uh, you know I, I reckon I could possibly get on the back of Billy and then yeah put a bit of a burst in and then sort of went Oh no, yeah, that, my legs are gone. That's 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 all I can do. Um, yeah. And yeah, I had this like vision of uh, it's a kilometer, it's fine. I can do, you know, he could do like a, you know, a really quick kilometer, and then I was just like, the the legs are absolutely toast. I've got nothing left. So it was just oh, sort of a, yeah, get to the finish in one piece. Oh wait, maybe it wasn't just me because yeah, I was putting like, it, I was putting it down to like over the last few months I've been doing about three to four hours of running total in a week and bike mm. there were about two or three times i tried to do some hill reps so i could run uphill and then i sort of hobble back down and i'd run uphill and then as the, as the session carried on i'm like this ain't helping you and then i'd be struggling for a few days and it was like yeah so when it came to actually the race i think i got about yeah i got about an hour and 10 in and i was just like no wonder you haven't got any like gas because you just haven't done anything. This is, yeah, this is the longest you've ran for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like doing no running and then straight into a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There would be legs, legs would pop at the end. Yeah, I think a lot of people said that last kilometer was just you know that last bit on the track, and it it was like a very you know slight gradient, but it it, it felt like another hill at that point. It was just like, and it just seemed to go on forever. Yeah, it just was like it just. I kept thinking, oh, just around that little bit of the corner, just around that corner, and I was like, it's still going. I was just like, yeah, so ready for it to be done by that point. That bridge, yeah, and then he goes, yeah, yeah, the bridge. I was like, yeah, I was like, nearly fell on the bridge, and then there was like that little tiny, like you know, two meters of climbing through, you know, that little wooded section that felt like absolute Everest to that point. (laughs) Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a testing finish. So how close yeah, were people yeah, to you as you got to the bridge? Were you like a few seconds apart from like Dan and Billy? Or... Uh, yeah, so Dan, I think so looking at, I've looked at the time since actually, because I was in your, it's always one of those in your head. I was like, I think I said to people after, oh, I was like maybe 10 seconds or whatever, but I think, I think I finished five seconds behind Billy. So it wasn't actually, there was really not a lot in it. And I think Billy was, I think six seconds, I might be wrong, but yeah, I think six seconds behind Grant. And then I think Dan, basically jogged it in, or I'd say jogged it in, but you know what I mean? Um, so I think he was more, he, he was more like a kind of, I don't know, 40, 45 seconds or something, I think, off the top of my head, something like that. So I think he, I think he knew it, we had a, a big enough gap, so I think he, yeah, he basically didn't take any extra, extra risks and sort of, sort of, uh, yeah, sat, sat in, sat in his position really. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty close. Um, Actually, I'm, I, I think in that it might be there might be like forty five seconds. That might be cruel, but yeah, it was a, a bit a slightly bigger gap anyway. But it wasn't um, like you were yeah, like fully racing someone on that last hill. Like no, 
that would be just no, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, just just hit. Uh, that, that's that's. I, I kept sort of like, you know, I didn't want to turn around because you know the whole kind of. I think you've you've had this chat before, but that kind of like, do you, do you turn around or kind of like look, or then is the risk like tripping up or something like that? And it's like you just don't look back really. But I just, yeah, you know, I just didn't know. I was almost like I was passing like you know just like normal people out for a walk and I almost to the point where I was going to say like how far back is he like so I just had no idea how like it, yeah like afterwards I realized that he'd kind of you know he'd, he'd not tried to catch me up and such but I just yeah it was one of those like running with kind of like the kids that ones on your shoulder so it was uh yeah you're sort of running for your life a bit <laughs> but yeah it was uh yeah it was good it was, uh, it was a lovely day it was um I had to shoot off unfortunately straight after so I didn't quite get to to sort of stick around for the prize giving and all that um, but yeah, it was a it was a good day. Yeah, and where do you have to shoot off to, Ben? That can uh, be a nice little segue into what you're doing now. <laughs> uh, I'm actually yeah, I'm actually in Mallorca. Actually, it was a bit of a um, a, a kind of a last minute. Like a, f- a friend of mine basically had a a uh, a slot going on like a, a training camp type thing, like a cycling training camp, and uh, it was just one of them kind of yeah, couldn't really couldn't really say no really. So. Uh, yeah, managed to make it with at work with work, and uh, yeah, so here I am. So it was like, yeah, finished Fairfield, and literally had like, yeah, uh, like had about two and a bit hours to get to to Newcastle Airport, and then inevitably had a three hour delay because it's Ryanair. Ah, oh. um, so I'm glad we we, we could have saved the prize giving. All, uh, yeah, after all that delay, yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm in, in Mallorca cycling, which is nice. It is nice. I went there last year and absolutely loved it, and um, yeah. It, Perfect yeah. Dudden prepped for you then. So you're, you're, this is your recovery week, a few 90-mile bike rides, is it, and, <laughs> in the heat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're slightly longer than I'd hoped, to be honest, because as I say, it's a sort of training camp, but it's like, you know, there's a ride leader and all this sort of stuff. So it's 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 not my usual kind of couple hours out on my own. It's uh, it's a bit more sort of fast and furious and kind of going longer miles. But yeah, it's, it probably is it, it probably is good Dudden prep as well, get some get some big day or bigger days in the legs and, yeah. yeah, it's all good. All good cross training, and yeah, I think like we were chatting about this the other day. I think saying about like find cycling like really good cross training for the for the running. It's um you know like it's legs and lungs type stuff, isn't it? So it's it's all good. It's all good stuff, and it takes a bit of, especially if you got a niggle. But even even just niggle niggle prevention, it's really good. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. It can be it can be a fellow runner's friend. At least that's what I've found. I think you know I don't, mm. I've lost yeah. it too much with this injury um by jumping on a bike and i've enjoyed it as well it's been been nice getting out for a yeah pack. yeah especially when the, you know especially this time of year when the weather starts to pick up um in the uk it starts to you know getting out for sometimes when it's really hot and you know kind of you know, 20 20 degrees at home and sunny it's like kind of you get, it gets gets a bit hot for for running and uh, yeah it's quite nice getting out on the on the on the on the, on the wheels so yeah, I was going to probably ask a little bit. I mean, you, you've had some really good results lately. Uh, Ilkley Moor, mm-hmm. course record, um, and yeah, you won another one, didn't you, recently? Which I noticed also tops off. Big respect. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a. It wasn't a. a it wasn't a. I didn't. I didn't set off with the, with the idea of getting the top off. I just forgot my bloody Ilkley vest. And then set off just in a normal kind of running T-shirt, and it was it wasn't that warm. But when you, I guess when you're working a bit hard, it's like yeah, I started going up this climb, and I was just like, do I take my top off? I actually put my to be fair, I did put my number on my shorts with a kind of in the back of my head. If I get a bit warm, I'll take my top off. 
Um, but yeah, I, I did. I did take my top off. Yeah, it felt a little bit like a twat, but there we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so, like Ilkley Moor was um, Yorkshire champs, which um, I did. I did Ilkley Moor last year, um, which was which is actually my first was my first fell race. Like we went, since we moved to Ilkley, it was my, my first fell race for like two years, um, and I'd kind of like come back from a, a sort of long ankle sort of um you know kind of toing and throwing type injury where i just couldn't seem to get any consistency and it seemed to have settled and yeah i did ultimate more last year um and like had a sort of surprising result coming i came to third at that last year but like i think like tom adams won and obviously i was kind of you know sort of up up there in sort of in the mix and i was like you know sort of where's that come from type thing so yeah did did more again this year and it was a uh, yeah it was yorkshire champs but managed to improve my time which was good Nice, improved <laughs> the time for everyone. I thought, wasn't it? Course record there, so that uh... yeah, well, it, it was. Yeah, it was a course record, which I uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I, it was one of them kind of yeah, like set off and uh, kind of uh, yeah. I was like Jack Cummins, who's another Ilka lad, who's really quick as well. Like we sort of set off together, and he, he set off like an absolute, he set off like a rocket. I was like, oh bloody hell, here we go. And then yeah, kind of slowly got on the got on the first climb, and I sort of like got past him a little bit, and then yeah, it was just one of them kind of. Pretty much from then was yeah, kind of just in the lead and got a, a decent gap in the end. And then kind of once I kind of clocked the time, kind of come in the last little bit, I was like, oh, oh, bloody hell! Like this is, I kind of knew how much I had left, and I was like, I think I'm actually quite close to the course record here, but didn't think I was going enough time. And then yeah, got to the finish, and I looked at my watch, and I was like, and then I didn't know what the course record was, so I was like asking around. And then we sort of ended up like looking at my phone and looking at it, and uh, I think it was it like Abby, my missus, in the end was just like, like told the race organizer, the race, yeah, the race organizer was like, I think it's the record, and we were like, yeah, I think it's the record. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. Um, yeah. Oh great. And, uh, yeah. What would you put down? Like, you know, is there anything that you put your recent sort of improvements down to? Is there anything you feels contributed to that? Um, I mean, it's a so I mean. It's a tricky one because, like, I I had some good results last year, sort of like champs results, um, and that was because I say kind of it was like started pretty much with Ilkley Moor last year, and I wasn't kind of doing champs year that, last year at all, and it was like did Ilkley Moor kind of thought, oh, where's that come from, kind of thing. Thought, and then some people were chatting about champs, so I thought I'd do um, what was it, Lower Borrowdale, yeah, and like the last time I did, last time I did the English champs, I've only ever done it once before, was in uni. And it was in 2018, and I think I think I had some like top 30s or top, you know, sort of. I think I think I came overall like 49th or something yeah. like in the in the champs. Yeah. So like I kind of thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go, and then went to Lower Borrowdale and came fifth. And I, it literally was like a what the, you know, like to go from sort of top 50 to top five was just like where has this come from? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then so obviously kind of like was one of those like well, we kind of keep it up and kind of kept doing races and stuff. And then after kind of, I'm trying to think when it was, I had like, a, you know, kind of did the Yorkshire, like the Intercounties thing, and then went to Snowden and things like that. And then I think after a kind of a while, I was kind of, I was like, right, it's obviously going well, but like, and then I, I basically asked around and I, I ended up getting a, um, I've got, so I've got a coach who is um, in, well, in September last year. So since then, it's, uh, it's Sarah McCormack. So since then, that's been a, like, again, kind of, that's been a big, big change because I've never been coached, and it sort of seemed like one of those things that other people did. That, you know, having yeah. a coach, it was like that's 
that's what pros do type thing and I was just like never and but yeah kind of it's quite it's quite it's, it's, I found it a big massive improvement in terms of like obviously running but it's also just really quite nice having um having sort of having somebody else sort of take the reins a little bit which is quite nice it's it's quite nice not having to think about it too much yeah and kind of having you know sort of having having something to sort of you know kind of sort of bounce things off as well um so that's been a big change in kind of the training and kind of a, a change of focus in the training because i used to be a bit kind of i've only got limited time so i have to do everything like you know as hard as i can and that's been a massive shift as well okay so, yeah i think that's yeah, so a few things, but I'm not. It, it, I guess, yeah, nothing. There's not been one sort of sort of thundercut thing that happened, and I was like, suddenly, kind of, yeah, this yeah. is it. It was just, it sort of, yeah, slowly, kind of happened. I think. I love it. No, I, I don't yeah. expect there to be one set of thing. I was gonna, I was gonna go after you if you said consistency, because I was just gonna go, yeah, but consistent what? Like <laughs> everyone always gives, everyone always, yeah, and uh, the consistency card. Yeah, everyone's gets consistency, and it's like, yeah. I, I, I can, yeah, I consistently, I consistently do 150 miles a week. I'm like, <laughs> I don't do that. But yeah, it's uh, consistency is probably the bottom line of it all. But yeah, it's um, it's yeah, I think definitely kind of, and I think the other, probably the, the other thing that's maybe is like, um, probably more to sort of like life balance, if that sounds sort of very vague, but kind of other stuff sort of slots into place and kind of you know like it just like family stuff house stuff all that sort of stuff and you've yeah. got a job that's a bit more stable and you're in one place and not a massive commute and all all that sort of stuff and you i guess having time to be consistent is the other thing yeah um, but yeah so yeah. yeah good life advice there too and i think that there is a question <laughs> yeah. there is a question that i wanted to ask it i could ask quite a few people really but what i'd be interested what you think what do you think makes doctors in particular good fell runners because I think there are a few. I think we see there a are a few, yeah. And there's, well, there's a few, yeah. There's a few, or, or good, just runners, good, like a, yeah, yeah, runners as well. Yeah, there's a. I know, yeah, I can think of quite a few. Um, I don't know whether it's doctors who are good runners or good runners who end up being doctors. I think it's probably more like I think just, I guess, if you're interested in health and all that sort of stuff, and just you know interested in sports, and then. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it often is people who are already into sports and then kind of, you know, from a young age and then go into medicine as opposed to, uh, like, well, I'm sure there is other people that do the way around. But I guess, I guess with the territory that you're in with sort of, and I guess you were saying with sort of physio, if you're telling people about kind of living healthy lives and, you know, thinking, you you know, you, you study all this stuff about sort of the body and all this sort of stuff and, you know, you learn about diseases and stuff. And especially when, like, mostly, most things boil down to if you don't smoke, if you don't drink, drink too much, and if you do some exercise, most things, you know, most things tend to get better, as in, you know, yeah. like, broadly speaking, yeah. lots of things get better. And, you know, it's one of those, yeah. So I guess you, you've got people that are preaching about it. You're never going to kind of get people that do it. And, you know, but yeah, there's a, there is a lot of doctors out there that are like, you know, I think like, like, um, you said about feedback, like Beth Pascal and kind of, um, I know there's like like Phil Sesman and stuff like that. He's you know doctor and like you know ridiculously good marathon runner and all this sort of stuff. So there's there's uh, there's lots of lots of good runners and lots of good who are also doctors. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Now I think it's it's an interesting one, and it was just observation. I think you've given quite a good answer, to be honest. Um, yeah, definitely, and it's a lifestyle thing, maybe, and I think that's what 
is great with fell running is it gives you a lifestyle in the outdoors as well oh, sorry did we did we go a bit funny we're going to need to pause for an up for a new meeting i think though they leave 10 minutes between because they want cheap bastards like me to stop uh <laughs> to sign up to it oh yeah they are cheeky have you got time that is, I that's um i will i think the dinner is relatively soon but i will i'll find out i'll um uh, I'll, I'll ask and see if i have I'll, I'll... the second part of this interview is brought to you by majorcan hotel wi-fi yeah we were yeah we just finished did we just finish talking about what makes doctors good fell runners we we're sort of happy with Happy with covering that. Yeah, we, yeah. I think we, we arrived. At, I don't know. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of time on your feet. Um, and also, I think the other thing that I forgot to say, actually, thinking about it, is, is competitiveness because it's sort of, you know, it's one of them that you to get in, you know, to get to sort of get in, get the grades to get into medicine, so in, in medicine to get the grades to sort of stay in medicine, and then you know, and all that it's, it's just competition at every turn to get into. I lost Ben a bit there. He was saying basically you've got to have a competitive nature to work your way through the medicine career. Um, if you weren't competitive, you wouldn't get very far. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a big sexy doctor. Oh, we're back. That's a good one. And and I mean, that probably is a bit of a random question. I don't really know where I'm going with it. But sort of why would you say you, what draws you to the English fell champs? Why do you like racing them? Um, I think kind of just kind of almost going back to what I just said. I mean, it's, it's you know, you can get, I think fell racing generally is brilliant. I think as a community and as a sort of the fell running sort of community, it's obviously a bit, a bit kind of you know, outside the fell community. So, people don't know or care about it, and that's I think that's makes it almost better because it's one of those sports that no one else really, you know, if you're not in it, you know, it's, it sort of keeps itself to itself. And I think the reason why it is the English champs is probably just again because of the level of competition. But mm. if you if you're running at a good level, and then you, yeah, you're competing against the best people in the country, really. So, but, you know, by by virtue of what it is, so you could turn up to a, a local little bell race, and you know, you can do really well, and it's it's nice to win the bell races every now and then, just as like sort of you know, best as a little kind of you know, morale boost and things like that. But you know, if you want to if you want to be the best or race against the best at least, then yeah. Where to go, and it's it's nice to sort of pick yourself against the you know people that are performing at that level, really. So it's uh, yeah, and, and also just the atmosphere. Yeah, you go to a small fair race, there might be a hundred people there, and it's nice and it's very low key, but it's also quite nice to go to a still quite low key. There's no you know, there's no marquees, there's no sort of big banners and all the rest of it, there's no sponsorships other than. It's it's still also get like four hundred and five hundred or whatever six hundred people who love the sport and love the same, you know, living in the hills and love being in the mountains and being in the hills. Ben continues to wax lyrical about how great English fell running is and how great you are. Yes, you. You listening right now. You're great. Don't know whether you're just really interested or whether you've just frozen. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you hear me now, okay? Oh, I can hear you now, yeah. I thought you were just, you looked like you were just really, really interested in what I had to say. <laughs> I was, I was, it was really hard. Yeah, it's good. No, no. Could, got, you hear, could, you hear, could you hear any of it? I got, I got like the gist and I got the start and I was hearing sort of mumbled words. 
And are you here? Probably was just me speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, hopefully it's recorded. Okay. Anyway, apologies if it's, apologies if it's not. Yeah, I mean, just 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 to shortly so just summarize what you just said. You were sort of saying that it's it's being able to the champs is where you get to pitch yourself up against the best, basically, and know where you know where you stand. Yeah, but it's also that fun side of it is a small community that's almost like secret because people don't really care yeah. about it from the outside. So it's this whole. Yeah world which it was funny actually i had a patient the other day and she was talking about strongman competitions and she was saying the names like she thought i would know like who the uk men were and it's like you know people become almost little celebrities in our yeah yeah that's it and like yeah and it's funny like um ben makes a witty observation what a guy Quite an insular little, little uh, kind of. It's the sort of thing that you know. If I saw, you know, I don't know, like bumped into, you know, a, a, a face. Again, as uh, we struggle with Mallorcan hotel Wi-Fi and I dub from the tub, and um, the bathtub. Ben talks about how he used to get so excited about seeing Ian Holmes. Yeah, so it's like you know, outside outside of Felwood, no one
trying to get him uh trying to try and find some things to perk him up and i'd just been having a look at people's titles on strava and i just got a yeah. whole selection of of like what people have said in their stravas i i won't yeah i'm not going to name people and i'm not I'm, this isn't being critical at all but it's quite funny when you read things so this is um yeah fairfield champs eighth solid if not spectacular tried to be steady on the climbs and run the second half harder which went fairly well but meant missing the front pack poor line at the end dropped a little time but decent enough yeah eighth i mean i would be like yeah i eighth. yeah i don't i know exactly who that is <laughs> i would have just put i would have just put a picture of you know the aubergine <laughs> the aubergine emoji like I'd have a woody over that. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's it. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you know, it's all relative. Go on, you got more. I love this one. Yeah, I've got 13th overall. Head wasn't totally in it today, which is just epic. If your head's not in it and you can just cruise around to 13th for Fairfield. Oh, I, I, I know who they <laughs> And then, nice, nice. I like how he spins it. It's great. And this, I'm happy. This, I'm... This, this man is just... <laughs> But I'm, I'm happy what I'm happy with that and a properly stunning day to be out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, that that man. How many races in the space of not that long? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like no wonder. I love I love people stramatized. Ben, your your hand isn't over your mic by chance, is it? No, well, I've got my headphones in. Uh, okay, there's sometimes yes, sometimes your sound is going quiet, and I just wanted to check because I might I'll be a bit gutted, but I might have to edit some bits. It it, was, it might come all right on the recording, so it might just be how it's coming out on mine. But there are but bits where you're getting a bit muffled. If it keeps doing it, we could we could restart. If you want. Yeah, if Zoom will let us do that, I've got one oh, more. Yeah. I was I got one more that I really liked. No, I actually, got two more, or, or even tenth overall. Come on in caps. I mean, you've got to love this guy. Full send today. Had nothing to lose, so just went for it. Stuck on the front group as long as pos, then tried to hang in. Never give up. What a legend. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is some proper, like, giving it, isn't it? <laughs> and it was from that climb, actually. He was absolutely fine up the climb. And then, yeah, I was just kind of waiting for him to sort of, like, start to suffer. And I was like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he raced really well that day. Yeah. And, English Championship, Fairfield Horseshoe, first and selected for England, smiley, smiley face. So there you go. The only person truly allowed to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's him. Not a single negative thing to say is the guy who won. Yeah. Everybody else, yeah. Everybody else has all oh, legs not quite in it. All oh, didn't quite feel that. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? How, how people are with, with, um, with, with, yeah, doing kind of, their, the themselves. So, um, okay, what bit of a random one? What about foul running makes you happy, Ben? Oh, that's deep. Um, no, um, to be honest, I, I just, I think it, I just love being out in. It sounds very cliche, doesn't it? But nope. yeah, I do just love being, being out in the hills. Um, you know, I, I run on the roads to sort of get fitter and get faster and stuff. You know, because I, I kind of have to for the lot to to, to to race, but. You know, being in the hills is just you know whatever whatever speed wherever it is you know, whatever the weather it's just it's just I'm just not being out in the hills really and um, it's yeah that's pretty, it pretty much boils down to that kind of bottom line yeah 
That's a great answer. Yeah. I think it's hard to get a different answer than that, but it's just always nice to hear it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think you put, yeah, there's probably not a lot else to it, really. Is so, would you say um, Ian Holmes would be your fell running legend that you'd take for tea? And what 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 tea would you be having, or is it someone else? Um, it, it is someone else, not because he's not a legend, and not because uh, it would have been had I not met him a few times um and sort of yeah I've, I've ended up going to italy last year um and kind of he was there as well and just we did know i think i can't remember we had dinner but we certainly spent a bit of time together anyway so it, it was one of those it's, it's uh i think i'd probably say finn wild to be honest because i've only met him i think i've only met him at buckton and we had a very brief chat at the end um but yeah i'd love to i'd love to pick his brains especially i mean partly because he's um He's a working GP as well, so it's one of them kind of you kind of want to pick his brains of how are you you know how are you doing that, and but also just because he seems like a he's a, seems like just an awesome guy really. So uh, yeah, probably Finn Wild. Well, you heard what the uh, and what would the AI the AI had to say about it. Yeah, what would you have for tea? Oh, sorry, what would I have? Um, uh, this is good because I'm hungry, so I'm kind of just trying to think of everything. Um, I pro- I'm a bit of a sucker for a burger, to be honest. If I'm going out for it, like, like, uh, as in, I'm, I'm, yeah, basic, well, but I'm, I'm veggie, so it'd be a, it'd be a veggie burger or, or a fake, fake meat type burger. But um, yeah, burger and chips, probably the round in Keswick is like the one I'm thinking of in my head. Yeah, which is fantastic if you've not, if you've not been. Sides, um, yeah, probably any sides? Part. Good. What, what's what's? Oh yeah, good question. That in again, pretty basically, I want to go to the round with Finley Wilder, but yeah, um, uh, it's uh, it's it's a mac, mac and cheese, and it's yeah, oh. when, you've, when you've been for a long been for a long run, like burger, mac, burger with a side of like sweet potato chips and mac and cheese, and it's just like, yeah, hits the spot. We might have to have that after a certain um former yeah. guest, Bob Graham, later this, later yes, absolutely, so, uh, absolutely. I think he was like one yeah, he was actually suggesting that we uh, we record an episode of, uh, of your podcast whilst we're doing like one. I sort of thought we might be a bit preoccupied. I think so. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping this is my first completion of leg one with the runner. I've had three attempts, so uh, this this has got to be the one that I've got to make it to throw a pill that actually beside them, not still up on the playing chaffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah gotta gotta try and get through <laughs> yeah yeah gonna be going at a rate of knots so uh we'll see it's gonna be fun Hanging did on. you did you last thing on fairfield before we ask you about your theme tune did you have much, mm. did you have much um did you see much of the ladies race i suppose it was all going off behind you uh did you have much yeah about- yeah, I felt slightly guilty afterwards because I kind of uh, it was like it wasn't really obviously concentrating on my race and then finished my race and kind of sat on the like lay on the grass going uh and then eventually went for a cool down and it was just like kind of uh, yeah kind of just didn't didn't actually sort of see any ladies finish. I had a chat with Philippa Williams at the end and yeah I was sort of you know how do you get on and she was like yeah one and I was like oh you know kind of how far a, a second you and she was like oh just about six minutes kind of you know <laughs> very, very casual um but yeah so i mean it was uh yeah so philip obviously won by a, a decent margin and then um yeah then nicola jackson which i was kind of wasn't sure how that was going to play out but yeah so yeah nicola jackson second um and then uh i think it was uh, uh vic wilkinson was third i think okay um okay. 
and then yeah and then i think sharon taylor so it was it was it was kind of the people you would probably expect from the start line were up there top top four really and um but yeah i didn't i didn't see a lot necessarily because as you say it was sort of happening behind um uh, behind and sort of obviously just you kind of just <laughs> watching where your feet going type of thing so um but yeah it looked like it was a, a a good race like the rest of the results were slightly closer but yeah philip away out in front by the looks of it so put herself in there for for the for the win Ah, oh, definitely. No, I think um, I'm hoping we don't have to be the main commentary because I've booked Alex Fowler to come back on again with a uh, the chap who did the review of Finley Wild um, leaving his iron on um, and all that that was at the start of the preview episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'm <laughs> hiring him up as a roaming reporter and. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd love to hear what what happened with the race because yeah, as you say, it's sort of uh, I didn't get to you know I don't, didn't see any of it necessarily. So it'd be nice to sort of see see how it played out because yeah, I'd, yeah, I'm not sure kind of whether it was sort of Philip led from the start or whether there was a bit of a battle or yeah, I'm not sure. But if, so uh, yeah, it'd be good Philippa to pretty to much hear some... led, led from the start. So I was I was I ended up finding myself level with Sharon and then level with Nick, and I thought, oh dear. Because last time that happened, I got left for dead at three crown uh, at the old crown round. Um, yeah, I can, that happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I managed to I managed to stay ahead yesterday on Saturday, so I was I was quite 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 pleased. But yeah, I was fully Nick Jackson to come flying past me on the on the way down the hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> punish me yeah, for my insolence. <laughs> well, uh, well done. Well, yeah, I guess that's. Uh... You know, showing show, maybe showing some progression, Charlie. Yeah, good. I was I was second woman at Fairfield, whereas in the past I've normally been third or fourth. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Um. So, would you have a theme tune to walk out to if you were um? <laughs> I'm trying to think of this one, and it's it's really difficult to sort of because it's basically it's kind of it's not the same as saying what's your favourite song or you know it's sort of yeah. theme tune. Um, I probably probably have to say, um, originally I thought like the Rocky theme tune, but then I thought that's just really sad. But it was just because all I could think of was just like you know going walking out onto a fair, and it was like that's just what comes to mind. Um, but then I had a bit of a think, and I think I'd probably choose your choose the um, it's the song of Pulp Fiction. No, nice. it's like the. Um, I really don't want to sing it for you, um, but it's like the, it's the one that Black Eyed Black Eyed Peas they made it into the pump it louder, pump it louder. It's but that, but it's the it's the guitar bit that's the. Um, I'm not. Oh yeah, but yeah, you know that. Um, yeah, I'd have to play it for you. I think, but yeah, it's. I think it's the first first thing that happens on Pulp Fiction, and it's just like the twanging guitars, and it's. But yeah, you you when you play it, you'll know what I mean. But yeah, that I'd probably do that because it's quite a a pumpy song. It's but like not the Black Eyed Peas version. It's called like Masulu or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, Masulu or something like that. Yeah, I couldn't actually remember. The, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. You um, wouldn't I'd have, probably have something like that. You wouldn't have UFO Doctor Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, got a little bit of the, the riff in there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, Doctor <laughs> Aqua, that'll be another. <laughs> you've been, you've been, you've been looking it up, haven't you? <laughs> no, this is off the top of my head. Um, the top, yeah. 
That, that just says a lot about my music. <laughs> yeah, are there any, are there any physio songs? I can't think of any physio songs. <laughs> physio songs. Um, that's a great. I, I wanted to call, have a band and call them the Iliotibial Band. That was the best I had. Iliotibial <laughs> Physio, physio killed the radio star. <laughs> yeah, physio killed the doctor. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And I, I mean, I might find a, a sort of classical version, or I might, I'll, I'll find something for you that we can play you out with. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, the I, copywriting, I, yeah. I can only play. I'm, I'm afraid, yeah. <laughs> um, you can, my, my favorite from school was always. Um, uh, Peter and the Wolf is a classical thing. If you want some Peter from the Wolf on there, but yeah, it wouldn't be my uh, theme tune, but it's quite nice, quite nice. Lovely. <laughs> well, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's typical that we've now got a decent signal, and we've had a couple of signal issues. Yeah, um, but hopefully, it's probably for the best, really. <laughs> it might be. I've got a bit of work, but it's been really good to have you on. Um, I think Thank you very much. Thank all you the questions much. that I quickly scribbled down in between the five minutes from when you said we could chat. Um, and I wish you good luck at Dudden. And I look forward Thank to you. leg one with you on Mr. On, uh, Clark's Bob June. Yeah. <laughs> that should be very, that should be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, which one's first, actually? Dudden, 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 and then Dudden, and then BG, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see, I'll see you soon. Thank you very much for having me on. I think you should wear a swimming hat for leg one. <laughs> <laughs> Bald runners. <laughs> yeah. I actually might, you know, I'm changing, I might get one of those, like, bald gaps. I'm going to have to set it now. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, imagine that setting. That'll be a sight from Moot Hall, wouldn't it? That's an act. <laughs> three three eggs on the run. <laughs> three eggs on the run. Yeah. Oh my word. Uh, <laughs> you can see us. You can see us. You can see us beaming off Skiddo. <laughs> oh, that's how light so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That should be. Yeah. Uh, that should be good fun. I will. Uh, yeah. I'll see you at Dudden. Well done again for Fairfield. Thanks for coming on. And thank uh, you very much. Thanks for saying nice nice things about the other runners. We'll see you soon, mate. No problem. See you later, mate. Charlie Lad, Alex Fowler here again, um, Roman reporter from the Lancashire division. Uh, apologies to anybody who uh, did not enjoy my previous feature, but unfortunately, uh, due to popular request, I am back again. Um, so I, I didn't do Fairfield because I rolled my bloody ankle, so I missed it. But part of me was gutted, part of me was glad when I got there uh, to watch. Uh, when I realised, Christ alive, it's friggy not. Um, so I dragged up my lovely wife, Charlotte. She came to watch, and I 
even lovelier dog Hugo. Um, we walked out the first, maybe like the first, I don't know, half a mile up the track from the start. I watched everyone run past um, and then backtracked um, to about, again, half a mile up the fell to watch you all come flying back down. Um, and I had a right bloody wonderful day. Um, they say you should never meet your hero, but as I was walking from the car park to the start, who did I see? But not only the man, the legend, I, our Charlie, and what a what a lovely man he is. And Gordon and Bennett, he's so tall. I I didn't uh, anticipate quite how tall uh, how tall he is. But yes, what a tall man. Um, obviously, I put a quid, no, I put five pound on. Sorry, Charlie, to be leading by the left hand turn after 0.8 of a mile, and unfortunately, Charlie politely waved. Hello to me, uh, mid-pack, which meant that uh, my five pound was safe, but I've got another idea to put that back in the kitty, which I'll come back to. Um, really enjoyed seeing the front lads vomit down the hill and shout out to Grant Cunliffe uh, of Rosendale for winning and bringing the, uh, bringing the readies back home to good old Lancashire. Grant's having a bloody great year and I saw on his Strava after it that he's been selected to run for England as well, which is epic after he'd uh, just got a Lancashire vest as well. And I believe Philippa Williams has knocked eight seconds off Vic Wilkinson's record, which apologies, Charlie, if you cover that in your uh, main feature, but she is incredible. Um, what a year she's having. Um, thoroughly enjoyed Nick Jackson coming past in second, looking redder than the most red beetroot I've ever seen in my life. And she shouted hotter than the sun which I thought was quite appropriate. Um, big, big shout out to Josh Holgate from Blackburn Harriers. Now, I don't know if many people know who Josh is, but Josh is also having a bloody fantastic year. So today, well, sorry, not today, in Fairfield, um, this was Josh's first time uh, doing a Lakeland race, and he came a fantastic uh, 32nd which I think is bloody fantastic. And I reckon there's big things ahead for Josh. So if you don't know who he is, when you see a lad in a Blackburn Harriers, fear him because he's going to beat you. Um, he whooped me at Mr. Sparkles Darken, which is a night fell race over in Tocos near Blackburn um, a few months ago. He then kicked Ellis Bland's ass to win Stan Bradshaw. And um, I can't remember what position, I think he might have come fourth or fifth at Pendle, which got him a Lancashire vest. So, well done Josh, you're having a bloody good year. Um, good old Darren Fishwick, thoroughly enjoyed seeing Darren coming off the fell. Uh, and bizarrely, uh, Ben Mounsey was coming down at one point and I shouted, go on Ben lad, and he, he did the mimic with his hand that suggested he was going to buy me a pint. Um, but I realised that he wasn't and he was actually about to die of uh, thirst, so I gave him my water bottle to have a drink from. Um, to my absolute horror though, he set off running down the fell with my bottle, Charles shouting at me, just leave it Alex. I was like, no, sack that, I'm the tightest Lancashire man going, I want my freaking bottle back. So I ended up chasing after him and picking my bottle up back. So don't worry listeners, I've got my bottle back. Um, and so yeah, fantastic day. Um, now because Charlie didn't take the five pound, um, I'm going to put that back in the kitty and I'm going to move on to another race and I'm going to up the ante. So if anybody knows 
of the fell race uh, called Paddy's Pole, which unfortunately is a few days after Duddon, so you might be tired, but it, this might be good for my bank balance. But I think it's on Tuesday the 7th of June. Now I'm gonna put 25 quid on this race. Now I don't know what, what this is turning into, why I've suddenly started uh, putting money on the table for people, but I have had the Strava record for the descent of Parlick since 2012. Um, now I've got witnesses, because uh, some people believe that that's not true. Then there's at least four or five people watch me descend. Now I just met Charles, who I have uh, been married to for two years now, um, and I wanted to impress her. And I got to the top of the climb before we descended, and I was absolutely fucked, and I was in fifth. And Darren Kay was just about to cross the finish line, RIP Darren, and I was like, I'm gonna have to absolutely fucking bomb this. Sorry, I've sworn swore twice. I'm, I'm that enthusiastic to give me, me 25 quid away. And I, I was like an absolute runaway train and no one's got near this record. I, th I believe it's called Parlick Drop Off. Um, it's organized, that's the driver segment. It's organized by Olga from Preston Arrows. You might have seen some of her YouTube videos. So if anyone can knock my um, time off on Strava, I'm going to be there to verify 25 quid if you can beat my record. Um, if no one knocks it off, I don't know what the hell my next one will be, but uh, we'll find another way for me to bet on something. Anyway, all the bloody best. Well, thank you, Alex. And there is an opportunity for people to uh, go and win a bit of cash, as he seems so keen to make happen. I obviously politely declined on Saturday. So next up, us, it was feeling like the podcast was getting a little bit man-heavy. I put out some feelers on the Facebook fair running group to see whether there are any women who had anything to say about Fairfield Horseshoe. And through WhatsApp messages, got a rather nice little interview here with a Hannah Cowley. Hello, Hannah. Thank you for agreeing to come on the On the Bakefoot podcast to talk to us about the Fairfield Horseshoe Fell Race. You were recommended as having a bit of a story um, by a Dave Norman who was commenting in the Fell Running Facebook group. So why don't we begin there? What have you been up to before you came to Fairfield? Where did you start running? A um, little bit of background for us. You say this is your sixth ever fell race. Let us know what you've done before. Hey, so thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This is the first time doing a podcast, so it's uh, really exciting. Um, yeah, so it was um, someone from uh, that I know, a family friend um, that recommended, we'll sort of put my name forward for the uh, the podcast with yourself. So thanks again for, uh, for reaching out. Um, so yeah, a bit about myself. So, I mean, I've only been competitively running or I suppose, consistently running and training for about uh, four and a half years now. Um, sort of started on road as most, most runners do, joined a running club um, and then just kind of grew from there. Um, yeah, so I've, I've sort of did my first ever fell race at the Intercounties last year in Snowdonia. Um, absolutely loved it. Just loved the scenes being up there, loved the sort of camaraderie between fell runners in particular. Um, it's just a different atmosphere, it's so chilled and I kind of caught the bug after that really. Um, since then I've, you know, 
like I say, I've done small fell races, nothing compared to a uh, to fell field um, at the weekend, um, but just sort of on the smaller scale. And again, I just sort of love the competition between yourself and the mountain. Um, it's just about getting yourself up there, enjoying the views, and just digging deep and working hard. So. Yeah, that's kind of kind of how I started on the fells. I did do the uh, British Short Trail Championships um, in April, um, which was a half marathon down in the Forest of Deem. Um, you know, loved that. But again, just thought, why not? Why not try a, a bigger kettle of fish and let's jump in the the, the big ones over at the Lake District. So um, yeah, it was really exciting and um, absolutely loved it. Well, you're right, Hannah. You've definitely jumped in a big one there, doing Fairfield Horseshoe. Um, how did you find the race itself? So the race itself was an absolute monster. Um, I mean, first of all, it's my, it's my first time, let's say, going up to sort of the Lake District to do a fell race, um, especially that sort of side of the Lake District as well. Um, the scenery, first of all, I was just, it was breathtaking. Um, even on the way up as you go through sort of Windermere, um, arrived at the race, obviously really, really nervous as I'm assuming most runners are when they turn up to a big event like that. Um, probably underestimated the the size and scale of the event, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but I was just lapping it all up, you know, from kit checks, which I don't know why I get so nervous for, in case I just think I forgot something. Um, so yeah, kit check through, all geared up, all sun cream on, obviously it was really, really hot on, um, on the race day and then lined up, ready to go. So yeah, off we went. Um, a lot of climbing straight away, which obviously you expect from a fell race. And from my kind of experience, um, you know, from, from the race, I kind of found every time you approach what you thought was the top of the mountain, you'd look up and there would be another another massive bit of the mountain to climb. Um, it was just, in the best possible way, relentless climbing. Uh, very technical as well. Um, I sort of remember climbing up towards the summit and I turned to uh, one of the, the lads around me and sort of said to them, oh, you know, sort of make the views make it worth all this hard work, don't they? And I got a very sort of abrupt, eh, not really, <laughs> which I kind of, you know, think summed up their race experience, bless them. Um, but yeah, it was really, really difficult. A really, really technical from what I've done previously. As I say, I've only done a handful, handful of um, fell races. So it was very, very technical for what I'm kind of used to from the smaller scale. But you know, you've got to take that big leap sometimes. Um, so yeah, climbing up, obviously really, really hot as well. Um, so grateful that I had a lot of sort of hydration um, in, in my kit with me. Um, yeah, kind of nicknamed the race with my with my granddad who came to watch, nicknamed it Fellfield, um, just purely because I did take a few tumbles myself on the descents with them being so technical. Um, and again, sums up the, you know, the fell runners, everyone checking that I was okay, um, which I was, you know, you bounce back up and you crack on with it. Um, but yeah, it was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, I would definitely do it again. I am already eyeing up that, that mountain again next year. Um, but yeah, really, really, really technical, like I say, from what I sort of experienced or I've got experience with on the fells, but I think it's one of them. It's, it's hard to replicate that in all honesty, especially where I live. You know, I come from Cheshire. We don't kind of have these big mountains. I can go into North Wales, but to be perfectly honest, you know, they're not a touch on, on Fairfield. Um, so yeah, absolutely loved it. 
coming home, um, you know, on, on the sort of final mile or so, you know, it's kind of um, a lot easier descent, which I, I sort of appreciated, you know, the legs were tired, I was hot, um, you know, blood, sweat and smiles all the way around the course for me. Um, but yeah, and then on the last sort of track towards the finish, you know, you're going over the sort of the, um, the bit of the road that's a bit rubbly. I just found my roadrunner legs and kind of gave it everything that I could collapsing over the finish line. So yeah, absolutely loved it. Absolute monster of a course. Um, but like I say, um, anybody that I, you know, anybody that kind of did that race or has done that race, you've defeated the mountain. Um, and I am going to go back next year 100% and kick its butt. That is, uh, that is my objective for 2024. You've heard it here first. Fairfield will be getting its bottom kicked. So <laughs> really great to hear from someone who's just finding the uh, English Fell Champs. And I think that's a really good performance that she's put in there. Uh, let's keep our eyes out on Hannah in the future and see how things go for her. But yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I thought she was, um, she's thrown herself in at the deep end and she's definitely got a good spirit and I'm sure she'll go far. And here is the moment you've all been waiting for where I uh, read out the category uh, finished places for Fairfield, Fairfield, for Fairfield Horseshoe. And I've got to say, uh, timings up north have made my life so much easier by just putting them available in categories. So I'm going to, I'm going to go from the start here. So under 23s, male, winner, Finley Grant in one hour, uh, 19 and 32 seconds. Actually, scrap that. I don't think I can read out all the times. We'll be here all day. But nice time, that, Finley. Very good work. Second, William Teig. Third, Edward Corden. Female under 23s, Chloe Leather. Um, she was the winner. Second, Alexandra Whitaker. Third, Betty Bergstrand. Senior men, overall winner as well. Grant Cunliffe, he won the race in one hour 18.11. Second was William Cartwright. And third, today's guest, Ben Rothery. First, um, and with a new course record, was Philippa Williams in the women's race. Second was Nicola Jackson. Third was Emily Coper Coles. On to the, I don't know why they've put so many numbers here, but the V4044. I think that's just the V40s. First in the men was Stephen Hebblethwaite. Second was Owen Belby. And third was Ben the Water Snatcher Mountsey. And in the women's, we had first was Victoria Wilkinson, second was Sharon Taylor, and third was Anna Lupton. To the men's V45s, we had Rob Jebb in first, second was Nick Lee, and third, great run he had at, uh, the trigger with, I had that with him, and he's flying up there, third Vet 45, Will Boothman. Nice to see a good good bloke from Sheffield doing well there. Uh, Vet 45 women. 
Hinder Hardacre was the winner. Sarah Pike was second. Philippa Wakefield was third. In the Vet 50 men, Gavin Mulholland took first prize. Kenny Richmond was second and Sean Godsman was third. Vet 50 women, Lou Osborne was first. Mel Price was second and Bianca Dyer was third. Vet 55, uh, John Hunt in first place, James Barron in second and David Milliken in third. V55 women, Deborah Gowans, she was our winner. Sarah Hodgson or Sarah Hodgson, sorry Sarah, was second. Third was Melanie Blackhurst. Vet 60 men, Dave Prosser in first, Paul Cornforth in second, and the father of Harry Bolton, Tony Bolton, was Vet 60's third overall. Vet 60 women, we had Rowena Brown in first, second was Jane Croson, third was Caroline Glover. The Vet 65 men, first was Simon Entwistle, second was Stephen Moran, and third was Keith Lone. Vet 65 women, first was Becky Waite, and second was a favourite of mine, Pat Goodall of Totley AC. And in the Vet 70s, Mick Morehouse took first prize, David Gold came in second and Andy Watts in third with the women's race, an incredible win for Wendy Dodds in first, Jan Forrester in second and Leslie Malarkey in third. So there you have it guys, it was a great uh, day out at Fairfield Horseshoe. It was all good fun, and now we've just got a little something to play you out. Take it away, Dick Bake and the Roth Tones. Do, 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 do,
was the podcast. We talked about running, we talked about other things too. Thank you for joining, we hope you enjoyed it. That was on the bait foot.